This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this special edition of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. It's a BGM Podcast Extra about Valentine's Day. Happy Blurred's Valentine's Day, that is. So this is a really fun show made specially just for all of you out there that are celebrating Valentine's Day or if you hate Valentine's Day and you're just like, this is the worst holiday ever. It's a Hallmark holiday. It's manufactured. It's fake. Guess what? This podcast is for you as well. So in this episode features Karan, Tora, Kayla, and KB. They talk about their relationships. They talk about being single, what they have plans for the holiday. And it's just an overall fun episode of all of these girls chatting it up on our holiday special. I couldn't sit in on this one, but guess what? It was a lot of fun to listen to. I enjoyed listening to it, and I'm certain you will too. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this BGM Podcast Extra, our Blurred Valentine's Special. Enjoy. Hello. Welcome to this Valentine's Blurred edition of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. I am Karan, your co-host for this journey. Today we have KB, Kayla, and Tor Shea. Say hello, ladies. Hello. Please <laughs> 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 give me that. Please give me that quiet storm no, ring. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> give hello. Me quiet storm. Did yeah. I do it, y'all? Did I do yes. it? Yes. I did it. Hello. I'm Torche. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I love it. I'm going to just keep my voice up here. I'm sexy. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. While I'm over here being too sexy for myself, this is our Valentine's Day episode. So, what's up, guys? How you guys feeling on this season of love? Wow. Wait a minute. Should we start off and say who's actually single and who's not? I'm single as hell. I'm I'm, I'm so single. I ain't had... I'm single. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That was Karan, by the way. You can yes. find me on Twitter at Karan. <laughs> Take this opportunity to make it happen. The spring roster <gasps> is now open. <laughs> Taking applications daily. Oh, wow. Kayla? I'm in a relationship. Five years. Oh, yeah. for longevity. Tori knows my, my love. Yeah, um, they cute. They are they really cute, right? <laughs> I saw them. I was like, you guys to stay so many years. <laughs> I swirl. I, I just swirl, you know, because I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm the product of a swirl, so I swirl too. So, but all, I love, I we're love all about you. equal opportunity and intersectionalism here. So, real life, real, <laughs> real life. life. I'm all about the opportunities. Don't care what the package, as long as he's handsome. True that. He has and to he have all his natural teeth. I'm sorry. His all his natural teeth though. All oh, of them. Don't discriminate. Oh gosh. Don't discriminate on the natural teeth. Okay, if they've been permanently replaced and I can't tell, then that's different. Okay. Okay. True. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. He could have been in a fight. He could have been a boxer in his previous life. You never know. Oh. As long as he can't take him out, I'm good. True. I don't know, man. What if we take him out and he gum on that? <laughs> This is the mature edition of the Black Girl Nerds podcast. 
I'm Tora Shea, and I'm inappropriate for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Just for Valentine's Day? I'm inappropriate for every day. <laughs> so, no, seriously, do you guys have plans for Valentine's Day this year? I'm celebrating Valentine's Day. I'm taken, you guys. Uh, I can't wait for this wedding. I it's hear hearts be- breaking everywhere. I'm engaged. We're going to have a super creepy um, family wedding at Halloween. I'm so so thrilled. I want to come. Can I come? Yeah, girl. You can come. All of Black Girl Nerds is invited. We're going to have a super nerdy wedding. We love love, don't we? We do. We do. But yeah, we're celebrating to, we're celebrating Valentine's Day tomorrow because we're adults who can't like celebrate on Tuesday. That's real. <laughs> Realist thing. That would that's the same over here. We're more than likely gonna be weird and go see Lego Batman together as our date and go to breakfast. Because we're old and we've been together for five years. So <laughs> I mean, but it took a lot I me, mean, but that's the thing with Especially when you're dating someone as nerdy as you, they could give two fucks about what kind of movie you guys go see as long as it's not Fifty Shades. And I'm not going to do that to him. Fifty um, Shades of Beige. Exactly. <laughs> well, listen, makeup counters, they'll try to tell you it's Fifty Shades of Beige. So, mm. Well, no. usually for Valentine's Day, you guys know I have two adult daughters. We usually watch slasher films all day and just like pick out. <laughs> and Because um, I have one daughter who has never not been in a relationship in her entire freaking life, like ever. She has serial relationships and they're long-term. Contrast that with me, the pimp. <laughs> I I believe relationships are real. I know that they exist, but my concept, my idea of a relationship has to do with reality and a lot of people's don't. So it usually doesn't match up too well, but um, you know, I'm, I'm still here. It's it in the does. middle of the week, so it takes some of the pressure off, though. It does. Yeah. It does. That's what I was just about to say, because I know a lot of people celebrating this weekend. And myself, I am actually single. And every Valentine's Day, obviously, is different. So I don't have a tradition where we, where I do anything, whether it be with, like, girlfriends or, you know, my boyfriend. But this year, I think I might go see a movie. Maybe John Wick 2. Now Ooh, I know. Girl. Keanu got thick, girl. He looked good. Did he? Because he's super handsome. He got, like, girl, I he got him. Keanu grew long, up, Keanu okay? For everything. Give me old man, long hair, gray hair, Keanu over everything. Keanu grew, <laughs> he grew up nice. You know what I'm so, saying? I'm right. Saying. So, <laughs> I might go see that. Really? That's There's a very special reunion in that film. Okay, good. I can't wait. I actually loved the first one, so I think that's why I'm... Then you'll love this one. Okay. You'll love this. I usually do like a Valentine's Day brunch on Valentine's Day. Where yeah. (laughs) Where I get all my um my sisters, my friends together, give out presents and brunch and like then do Valentine's Day dinner like later that evening. But I suck this year, so I forgot to plan (laughs) it. I maybe this real life new. maybe real life kicked in. It really does because more Valentine's Day for us, we normally don't really do it because we do stuff year round and I much rather him save money and give me something great 
the next month on my birthday. So that's just my thinking with it. I'd rather save my refund money and get my car tuned up. I mean, I'm just being realistic, but I'm starting, I'm I'm so bad about over treating my mom and my sisters on Valentine's Day because even if they aren't in relationships or even if they are, I just feel like I want to make them feel special because it's not really just a day for people in relationship. I think it's just a day to celebrate love altogether. No, it's so, a day for people in relationships, girl. I don't know. So I don't know. I spoil my mom and my sisters. Yeah, and when I was younger, my mom would take me and my sisters out, you know, and like just do something with the ones that you love. But generally speaking, I mean, either it's people in relationships or it's girlfriends. Like you know, dudes aren't gonna. It's Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Well, see, they're not gonna do anything. Right. Right. Well, since since my kids are grown, you know, we have a completely different relationship. But my father will still call all of us in succession at midnight and say, "Will you be my Valentine?" And it's like you're so cheesy. And then my mother will call. That's so sweet. And then my kids will still make me cards. It's like you're like 28. It's like (laughs) they love you. They do. And we we are so we are so weird, and we love each other so much. But Valentine's Day is sticky because. Myself and my middle daughter are not in relationships. And my oldest daughter is always in a daggone relationship. I mean, she is like never, she, okay. My aunt used to ask how it was possible that I would literally fall in love every week. And it would be real. It's real and it's true. And I love them all powerfully and equally. Right. And I would drop them that powerfully and equally too. So my daughter, in contrast, just has these long stretches of, of loving people, which I have not experienced. I am divorced and we're not going to really talk about that too much. Cause that was, I gave him back to his mother. So there you go. And now he has a Valentine. Well, Hey, you know what? <laughs> Good for both of them. <laughs> so I, but I, it's been almost 10 years now since I've been divorced. I am just starting to get back into the dating pool and I've met, a couple of decent guys, but literally, you know, the game has changed. And the last guy I went on a date with stole something. So, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. But, Karan, tell him what he tell, stole. Tell, tell right, him. right. Tell them okay. what. Don't okay. leave that out. That's the best. Because that's the important God. part. Okay, right. so we're going to tell We're talking about okay. Slim Shady. We're going to Slim, tell. girl. He far from Slim. Okay, so this this dude, we're talking for, you know, a couple of weeks. And uh, we finally decide to meet. We have dinner. And this was right around the new year. So we have dinner and that went really well. So decided to take in the movie um, a day or two later and go to the movies. And, you know, I took care of the tickets. He took care of the concessions and then decided to give himself a five finger discount on some candy. (laughs) And ate it all. (laughs) So not only do we have the character issue of you being a thief, but... In addition to you being a teeth, you stingy. And you had plain M&M's, not even peanut M&M's. So you know it's more to share. So let's say he had nothing melting in his mouth or his hands. Oh. Oh. Yeah, we're not I doing that. I love the fact that he didn't share. That's my favorite part he of this. He did not. <laughs> See, but that's so rude. Like, I, I mean, I mean, Very. I talk about this. Women, we, we tend to do this thing. And if you work for AMC or Regal you know plug your ears but we take in shit because we have big bags 
And right. we're not going to pay that much money for your shit. That's so, what I heard anyway. I will not confirm or deny. I mean, I'm not going to confirm. <laughs> I'm going to confirm at crystals that I go uh, to the dollar do. store <laughs> beforehand. I'm not going to absolutely that confirm. <laughs> like, absolutely. And, and you know, we could have taken <laughs> stuff in, but you I'm know, I, I actually <laughs> enjoy taking men out from time to time. I enjoy being the one to fit the bill. I like slamming down my credit card and you know, cause hey. I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm that I girl, do. but not all the time. But when I do, you know, you expect at least to, for them to be a gentleman. And if you, I mean, but, and then here's the other thing. If you're going to steal something, go for the bonbons. Why would you go for the M&M, the plain M&Ms of all things? You didn't even steal anything of real value. So I wasn't even that mad. But the truth is, it was not a, it was not a good day at all. Cause that just, you know, I'd driven a long way to get to that movie. I was not going to leave. And at the same time, I have not really talked to him since, but a movie does not make for a great date unless there's an event before or an event after where you get a chance to really talk to each other there has to be some kind of connection and he was just cold it was like dude did you just need a ride out here or something did you just want to come out to this area because there was like nothing at all there was no heat no sizzle no interest no I, and I, it would just turn me off movies are not a good first date like ever i've had so many bad first dates because they want to take me to the movies they're trying to get in your pants a eh? because they're like oh well maybe she'll let me no sir but you can't talk. How do you get you to can. know somebody sitting there watching a movie? It's different. That's, you know, if you I don't know. been in a relationship. I've different. judged someone based on how they reacted to a movie. <laughs> but that's why you're both interested <laughs> in the movie, too. Are, and that's, yeah. You have to and be interested in each say. other and the movie. You can't just be interested in the movie. Mm, it's all, that was an odd place to me. laugh at. This isn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> You're like, you know what? No, I think that you might. So, but like, did he creepy. not cry? Nope. This is going nowhere. Nope. <laughs> but to be honest, the only thing, I mean, I love a good movie, but because I actually like, like, if you want to go on a first date and take me to a movie, take me to one I don't want to see. Like, because if I actually want to see it and you're going to talk to me, I'm going to be annoyed. Like, if you're going to try to do this thing where you attempt to get to know me in the middle of a movie by having a conversation, I'm done. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Right, right. So I'm like, if I really want to see it and you really want to talk, then I'll let you choose something I don't want to see. Okay, I have a question. Okay. Where is the worst place you've been taken on a first date? <laughs> wow. The worst place? Mm. His house where I found out he had kids and a wife. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my word. Well. That escalated quickly. Yeah. Okay. It would. Mm. I would think so. I think that you won. I, I thought he was that. my boyfriend, but then I guess I was a sugar baby. <laughs> <laughs> College was hard, okay? <laughs> oh. oh. Where's the worst place I went on a date? Gosh. Hospital cafeteria. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was he at work? Were you already at the hospital? He was he worked, at work? Was Did you guys work there? He worked there and told me he came and picked me up, and then Wait. told me we were going out to dinner. And it was hotel I can't. hospital. It was a hospital cafeteria. No. Did he pay no. for the food with his money, or was it <laughs> a discount because he worked there? It was, was it? a discount because he worked there. 
Shout out to Emory Hospital in Atlanta. Oh, no, not Emory. Mm-hmm. I know. I've been there several times. Used to volunteer there. Uh-huh. Isn't that bad? It's that's not that bad. It's not Northside, so I have problems. That's true. I mean, that's true. It is not. You take me to Northside Hospital. What? That is true. But also, though, don't take me to your job for uh, our first date. Yep, pretty much. Put that out there. Unless you have a really awesome job. If you take yeah, me to your job to on say, the first date, you better have arranged a flash mob. That's you be, better be a restaurant owner and have like shut the restaurant down. Yeah. Or <laughs> like, you better be like the director of a major film and yes, give yes. me something. I mean, like, you know. I don't, I don't know where the worst place. I can tell you about my worst dates, but they were all in really nice places. Oh, I've been confronted at a restaurant by an angry girlfriend. Mm. Oh, yeah. People do that? I didn't know that this, this, and luckily this was, you know, five years ago when. I was in college and still doing things I wasn't supposed to be doing. And I was dating multiple people at the same time, but I was very open and upfront about it. But this person was in a full-fledged relationship for three years. And I was like, what? No. So she comes. I literally just sit there. And all I could think is, like, if she makes a quick move, Kayla, remember you're Latin and you're really good with knives. So just be, like, ready. She got the edge weapons. Like, just be ready. And luckily, she was just, she was more so upset with him than she was with me. Because, I mean, I'm in shock. I didn't know. But I'm sitting here like, he's been in this relationship for three years. And you sat there and thought it might be a good idea to go out on a date. And this girl apparently thought that they were going to get married, have wow. kids. I, I don't, I, for whatever reason... I had a really, before this relationship, I had a really hard time dating because I was just, one, I talked too much. This is why I love talking to you guys because I talk too much. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm super nerdy. And when I mention something and they might have like an inkling about it, then I get really talkative. And then I start saying, oh, you know about this. And I come on a little strong. So I, for a long time, it took all, I had to learn how to pull back, but I just had a really hard time dating so dating sucks i I hate dating and and for whatever reason women who are involved with or who have been involved with uh the men that i've gone out with they like to call me for some reason they like love to call me and then you know we end up having a deep philosophical conversation about their man and their role in letting me know i had the upper hand if i was really after him by calling me and then we'd have a come to jesus moment they end up crying well, two, of them, two of them are still friends of mine. Dating men is hard. <laughs> it is. Dating so- women is. Dating women is. Oh, do tell. Difficult. No, Tora. Be dating honest. women is. I was getting to it. To the, to the U-Haul? Dating women is. Uh, <laughs> an experience it that. Really- uh, I don't know how to put it into words. Okay, so... (laughs) So so it's that much of a challenge? No, it's not... We are emotional creatures, and when we get into... Have you ever solved a Rubik's Cube? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know that moment at the end where you're like, this is amazing, I'm like the, like, smartest person ever? Like, that moment when you make your girlfriend, like happy you feel like the best person ever like dating women is like moments of pure joy mixed in with like 
complete confusion all the time. <laughs> no, okay. So, like, yeah, so that's, that's kind of what know, men say. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel like dating cis men is is very different in that mm-hmm. I you're dating like someone who's an oppressive in an oppressive position to you. So you're constantly, I feel like, having to explain yourself in ways that you don't with women. So it, it's not confusing in that way. It's confusing in that you're both like, <sighs> crap, Kayla, get in there. <laughs> like the end of the sentence. Like somebody help me. I don't. Okay. okay. I, so like when she was where she was going with the Rubik's cube thing, you know how you solve one side and then you turn it on to the other side and you're yeah. fucked. That's yeah. dating women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. you just you know, sit there and you're like, I just did all that work. But it's, and you just get mad at yourself. Really? Um, Sometimes. It's just, women are emotional creatures. I reject that stereotype about women. I mean, I... I mean, well, you don't have any emotions, Karan. So I can do you, when I choose to. Whatever. People tell us all the time that you don't yes. emote, yes. so... Yes. I think that... <laughs> I think that, like, to a degree, I should be offended that you feel like we're all Rubik's cubes, but I'm not because I think I understand. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. No, I don't think that all women are it. Rubik's cubes. We're complex. I think that we're allowed to, from a very early age, we're allowed our emotions. We're allowed to explore and express our emotions from a very early age. Mm-hmm. And we're taught that that's okay. Whereas masculinity is taught that, repression and hiding of their emotions is what's ideal so in dating men you're more likely to you're more likely to have someone who either doesn't emote well at all and you're dealing with anger or try being in an interrelational relationship like (sighs) yeah or you're pulling emotions out of someone no, and explaining yeah. well, to them why it, masculinity it doesn't mean that you can't express emotions. Whereas with women who already know, these are my feelings and you're going to allow me to express them. And you're both like constantly explaining to each other, this is the, like, it becomes like this. <laughs> okay. So I'll say that yeah, <laughs> I tend to be on the opposite side of the spectrum in the sense that I always date guys who overshare. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. They are very comfortable telling me everything and how it makes them feel. And I'm on the opposite side where I only share as much as my mind feels the need to. Like sometimes I don't need to talk through every emotion. Sometimes I could sit in the dark by myself and figure it out on my own. But sometimes, um, you know, like I'll be open and honest, obviously at, at all times, but I don't need to go through everything. Like sometimes I can get over it myself before I even need to discuss it. Cause it's really not that big of an issue. And like, maybe I'm just having a moment, but I tend to date men who are very comfortable sharing their feelings. Yeah. Always. I'm, a, I'm actually a sapiosexual. I am really turned on by super duper, like intelligent men, like ridiculously nerdy brainiac, like seriously, like just, the nerdier the better. I love those kinds of surprises and those kinds of conversations that never end. 
And believe it or not, although I don't emote publicly, I am actually very easygoing and I'm very soft when I'm in a relationship. I'm, I'm naturally just a super feminine woman. And I talk a lot of shit because I can bag it up, but I come from Baltimore. I mean, that's just what it is. That's a part of me too. But I really am, you would be hard pressed to find someone who loves men more than I do. And you would be hard pressed to find someone who loves love more than I do. I am in love with love itself. Like I, like my kids are nuts. They're, they're so warm and fuzzy and I feel like I've done them a disservice to the world, but then maybe they'll be good for the world because they're so warm and fuzzy. But I, I love on my children. I love on the people who mean something to me. I, I'm very touchy feely. I love touch. It's my love language. I love to give. I'm a giver. I love, you know, and, and I'm super creative too. And I think that's part of the issue that I have dating aside from the fact that I'm not going to be anybody else's mother is that I want creativity. I want the thought to count because if you, if you do something for me and just cause it's Tuesday, make it good mm-hmm. and good doesn't mean expensive. It just means put some thought into it and surprise me. Think about what would make me smile. What would make me happy. And I don't get that a lot. I think, um, in this day and age, there are a whole lot of men like my ex-husband who were looking for someone to finance the remainder of their lives. I'm not doing that shit again. It was a very expensive marriage. And it's t- taken me 10 years to even want to really get back out there and, you know, explore again. And I've been really disappointed. And then I, I'll meet somebody like in business, right? Like, cause girl, my mortgage broker. Mm. He start talking them numbers. Lord have mercy. Karan. But he's really nice though. He's really nice. <laughs> and I, and he, and he knows that I play a lot. I'm like super playful, but I, I, I always tell him, look, if I ever overstep, let me know. Cause I need boundaries. But so is he going to be your Valentine or what? Girl, no, I don't, I don't even know where I don't I don't know where his head is because I haven't pulled the trigger on. So that did yet. you ask no. if he gonna be your Valentine or what? No, I know he's divorced. That's all I know. If I come across the, and I had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day who was who's a very very dear friend of me, uh, a new friend of mine. She's had a relationship that's been long term and they're on the break trying to figure out where they are. And I said, you know what? You only get one life. You get one life. And if this is the one who inspires you, if this is the one who makes you come alive, if this is the one who, who you feel like breathes life, more life into the great life you already have, then you need to hold on to that because it's rare. It's rare. But I love, I just, I love being loved. Like when I am, when I think I'm being loved, because <laughs> it's not always reciprocated. Yep. Take that when you think. When I think I'm being loved, when I believe I'm being loved, and when I know I'm being loved, everything in my life is different. Not because I need somebody else to do that, but I love people. And I love to be touched. I love to be in the company, snuggled up, you know, joking, laughing, falling asleep, whatever. Regular stuff. I love, I love regular stuff. And yes, the ring size does matter. It does matter. Size matters. Remember that in all things, size that's, does matter. That's, oh. <laughs> what? What? I, I what? know I got off track, but yeah. Right, right. Ron. Ron. <laughs> I do. Sometimes people, there are women out there with shallow vaginas, so. 
There are. I, you, you're absolutely and right. I'm not. We being... don't all have dick centric sex, so you know. Girl, I don't have dick centric sex. I don't everyone. have sex. What's your point? Ah! I'm, no, I'm saying like there. You know, size. If all you, if all you have is dick centric sex, then we have a problem. I'm just saying, for some people, size may not matter. They may be out here having the times of their lives. But even with- if you have a shallow vagina, the size is going to matter because if, if it's not going to go, it's not going to go. <sighs> I don't know. My boyfriend can do this thing like Spider-Man. I'm going to Did you guys spend an inordinate amount of time trying to figure out what the lens spin was? Or was that just me? What Never mind. What? You guys didn't watch Girlfriends? Never mind. Oh, yes! I tried to figure it out and I tried it and I don't know if that was it or not because I don't know. I don't know. I probably wrote the book on that one. So what's the nerdiest what's the nerdiest Valentine's Day present you've ever given or received? Oh my gosh. Last question. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. I still like those cards you give away in kindergarten that pop up. Yeah. The little paper cards. I I left a trail of those one day to a gift that was like a small gift, but it was like, you know, some, it was, it was for him, but it was for me. It was a negligee and lots of chocolate, chocolate covered strawberries and a bottle of champagne. But he had to follow the trail of the the little tiny cards that said, be mine. And like the candy led to one gift and the the little cards led to another. I wrote a guy a book once for Valentine's day. Nerdy. Um, he surprised me and took me to Chattanooga to go hiking because we're nerds and we like outdoors and we go hiking a lot. So we went to Cloudland Canyon but it all went wrong when I told him when we got to the bottom of the canyon. I, it looked like it was going to rain. And so we got to the bottom of the damn canyon and we tried to walk back up and it just let loose. I had to walk, I think it's 2,000 steps back up. Ooh. And the, Ooh. It was, it was, was a good it week. hard rain or was it the soft, sexy rain? Um, It was soft, sexy rain because we had sex outside. Nice. But, <laughs> but it wasn't a problem. It sounds like... <laughs> I mean, we have, and that's one thing though, like we're like, when people meet us, like we volunteer at Dragon Con and read, and we go to comic book stores as dates and stuff. Oh, like our, our monthly date is to go walk around Target for two hours, but we have sex in like the most opportune places if we can, just because, I mean, it's five years in, if we can't do that, then I mean, I'm not going to let it ever get boring. I really miss good sex. I do. You want me to tell you about some? <clears throat> yes, please. Let me live vicariously through you. <laughs> there was a girl named Tora. And she was listening to Trina. And she was like, <laughs> oh my God. Taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Listen, if you can't learn some tips listening to Trina, then where could you go? She's like, got a point. I've heard that sentiment quite a bit, actually. Okay, uh, Trina is the reason that I thought I was supposed to be doing crazy stuff while I was <laughs> Like, I thought I was supposed to be able to turn around and keep it still inspired. Like, you can. I no, mean, but can. I'm saying I thought that what I, those were the levels that I was supposed to be able to do, like, off jump. Like, oh. I mean, I don't know. 
until this relationship, I had never had an orgasm. And I told him that. And then, like, we had sex, like, three days later. And he was like, I'm going to show you something. Don't wear it out. And he did this thing. And I've had one ever since. I don't think I've ever had to fake one. So, Oh, I girl, mean, I faked it for years. Yeah, I, I, faked, I faked it for a long before, time. For a long, like, way before him, I've, I faked it. I faked my way through it. Because it was like I could always get there. But then, like, then the dude would do. I, get you a guy that worries about if you finish first. And my boyfriend will always, to this day, ask me. I, he wants me to before he does. And I love that. That is something that is key. Somebody that cares that you get pleasure as well as him before he gets his. I had never had that before because I was dudes that I was messing with before. They were very self-centric when it came to sex. So, And if you have barriers to reaching that level, a good friend of mine, Dr. Andrea Pennington, wrote a book called The Orgasm Prescription to Women for Women. I love this piece right here. It is also so amazing. And it's not just about, it's about the mind body connection between women having orgasms. It's about taking responsibility for your pleasure Yeah, because mm-hmm. we live in a society where we are told that we don't have a right to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm a woman who is very sensual, very sexual. I, I love all the good things, all the good, sticky, sweet things. Um. And <laughs> She's so sticky sweet. Oh it's true. I love all the good sticky sweet things. But as I get older, and I think I'm a little older than you guys, but as I get older, it has a different meaning for me. It has a different, it holds a different place in my life. So I'm also a woman who is not emotionally attached to sex. I have to be emotionally attached to the person. I'm not emotionally attached to a dick. Well, maybe one. But I was, there was one. Her. There was one. Whenever there was one. I was looking for him in daylight with a flashlight. I was like, they'll come back. Same. Come back. Whenever I've like, been emotionally attached to a pair of titties before. Really? Yeah. Mm. See, no, I try to get out of those because females are needy. The ones that I messed with were needy. So I had to, like, I was like, mm, please don't get attached to me because I have big boobs. So I was like, please don't ever get comfortable. Big titty community I love say hey. I I know that if like my current relationship, I can't do cis men. Like like I I've seen what's out there. I can't like as if this relationship. I'm not doing it. Like no, ain't nobody training up a child in the way you should go. Okay. Mm -mm. Oh my god. (laughs) No, thank you. not for me thanks i I will say this it is it's very hard but it but when you do have someone who considers you and i think that's really what what it comes down to you have to have someone who considers you and 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 sex sex doesn't start in the bedroom or the car it doesn't start there it starts in the mind and Mm -hmm. it doesn't always take a long road to get there just put some thought and put your back into it i mean come on we, we don't, we, there's no, if there's no creative energy, I don't want it. And yeah. if I thought there was creative energy and it turns out there's not creative energy, if I don't like you, you'll never hear from me again. That's the type of relationship I have now. We respect each other. There's no like gendered roles, any of that. We're just friends who have sex and we're like building something. But that took that like, fantastic. Awesome. It, yeah, it is Where amazing. 
girl, <laughs> I, I built a bay like that. And so I'm not you built a bay again. Yes. I and mean, like, you know what I mean? And basically we grew into adulthood together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not doing that shit again. Like I'm mm-hmm. not, I don't, I. Girl, a lot of work. It takes lot. too much to do that. And the uh, most work, not a lot. It's literally not explaining my humanity to someone else again. Like I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not making I'm not apology for who I am teach. anymore to anybody yeah. else. I don't but, know. Like, I feel like I'm too old and ornery to have to, like, explain, start at the beginning of, of like, <laughs> womanism 101 and be like, well, this here is why <sighs> we deserve this. Like, I don't know if I have <laughs> that in me again. So I just... Sometimes I get really um, down when I think about starting over with someone else, getting to know them all over again. But ultimately, I have I have a beautiful family and I just don't want to share me. I want to share our life because we got a good one. You know what I'm saying? I want to share that with somebody and be a part of theirs as well. But girl, did something happen to the gene pool somewhere along the way? I can relate to you, though, Karan, in the sense that like, I don't, it is emotionally exhausting thinking about finding someone new, learning about them, moving forward. Like at this point, I'm almost like, listen, if I don't marry one of my best friends that I already have, one of my current best guy friends, then I might have. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is something that I did recently, right? One of my best, best guy friends for many, 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 many years, over 20 years, um, we had a conversation because for the first time in our lives, we realized that we were both single and we were having one of those deep philosophical intimate conversations like we always do. So I said, you know what? Whenever you're ready, let's hit it. Let's get it. Let's, let's do this. Cause we, it's been a lot. It's been 20 years and we've been both respecting each other's situations and we know how we feel about each other. Why not go for it? I didn't hear from that nigglet again. Not nigglet. Nigglet. I can't. Nigglet. I have not spoken to him since. And you know what? I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad. I was like, you know what? Now I know what I need to know. I got it off my chest. I can move on. I ain't sitting around pining for nobody. Have you seen me? Have you seen my car? Uh Uh-uh. We ain't sitting around pining for nobody. (laughs) No, but and it, you shouldn't have to. But I mean, at least he didn't waste your time, though. He, he, he didn't. Yeah. But I, I felt I did feel like I, I, I deserved a response. I deserved yeah. more of a response than why. Yeah. You I know. mean, after twenty years, yes, I agree. Like, but you know, at the same time, sometimes people are friends with you for certain reasons, and that's fine too. But ultimately. I'm in a really good place in my life and I just want to share it with someone who would appreciate it and not take advantage of it. And that's hard to find. Finding someone who, finding a man who wants to be friends, who wants to travel, who wants to explore and get to know new places, experience different things. I really want to find that. And I'm hopeful. Well, you and me both. I'm hopeful as well. I don't know when, but eventually it'll happen. Until then, live your best life. Be the best you. Enjoy all the things that you currently have. Also, don't be afraid to experiment with cosplay during sex. <clears throat> Hello. Bring it right back to Center Girl. 
And please read a great book. The Five Love Languages is a great book. Woman's Prescription to Orgasm is a great book. Quranism.com is a great website. You can find me at Quranism on Twitter and all social media. (laughs) Also check out um, The Savage Life. Um, She talks about (laughs) Raquel Savage is an amazing um, sexologist. She definitely talks about sex and women opening up. And I think this has been an amazing episode. Um, I really hope you guys enjoy your Valentine's days, your Galentine's days, however you celebrate, even if it's just you binge watching and pampering yourself, just, you know, celebrate love however you want to. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. And and, <laughs> and, and Black God Nerds, step up. Son. Yes. Step up. And always, though, remember your first love is you. So take care of yourself. Take yeah. care of yourself. That's right. Self-love, self-care, all that stuff. Get all the warm, sticky, gooey, lovey things. All right. Very descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm waiting. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. The Black Girl Nerds Podcast is produced by Jamie Brodnax. Various episodes are edited by Jamie Brodnax, MR Daniel, and John Bauer. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find episodes of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Spotify. That was a headgum podcast.